Diamond, diamond, diamonds on me dancing. Diamond, 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 diamonds on me dancing. Diamonds, diamonds, diamonds on me dancing. Diamonds, 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 diamonds on me dancing. And you know what I need from you when I get home. Yeah. And you better not be on the phone talking to your storm like you usually do. Talking to your friend like you usually do. Telling them I never spend time with you. What's good, Lex? It's hard to find the time. <laughs> y'all gonna get these melodies. Let y'all find out Big Facts can sing, though. A little bit, though. I hold a note a little bit, though. Let y'all find out. Welcome back to No Coop Podcast, episode four. Big Facts, how you feeling? I'm feeling good. I ain't got no coos. Y'all finna get this unadulterated, uncensored, no coos podcast today. One. <laughs> okay. I mean, should we should we hop right into it? Always. Okay. Y'all know every week we start the show with our heroes and hit ass of the week. Heroes, when we do our shout out, hit ass somebody. We're not gonna give a shout out to, but maybe y'all did something we feel like we just gotta talk about that. Big facts. Do you have heroes this week? Um, I do, you know. Um I I'll be honest, like, you know, I'm a kid at heart and really, um, I'm just really I wanna say my hero of the week is this week is Disney, Walt Disney. I'm really just excited about all of the real live action movies that they're making, which are literally remakes of all our jams. You know what I'm talking about? Like Ooh. like Okay, you know, they just released Aladdin this past weekend. Oh, yes, you know, with Will Smith. Will Smith is, you know, the genie, you know, upcoming. Um, they have um, 101 Dalmatians, Prince Charming, you know. Oh, you know, word. Right. And so, like, you remember how, you, you remember uh, Maleficent? That's the movie that came out with Angelina Jolie, right? And it was like a Snow White remake. And okay, yeah, it was like from the point of view of the uh villain, basically, and Angelina Jolie was like the villain in the Snow White. Right, right. Okay. So they're they're using that to remake all of the jams that we love. You know, wow. they, we already heard about the Lion King coming out this year, right? Oh my god, yes, yes, you yes. You got Beyonce in that thing, you know, the you queen. you got James Earl Jones playing Mufasa again. I mean... Oh, it's lit. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, I was just like, I really, you know, you you remember you used to go to somebody's house and you knew they had a good childhood if they had that VCR and all of them <laughs> big bubbly VHSs of all of them uh, Disney movies. <laughs> wow. So, you know what I'm saying? That was a big part of our childhood. I mean, honestly... Disney, if we be honest, like Disney low key raised us. <laughs> like, if it wasn't raised for, me. right, if it wasn't for Disney, like the reason why these kids be acting like they be acting today is because they don't have Disney. Point blank, period. I said what I said. 
<laughs> that's a really good one so they coming out with you said they did Maleficent they did the Aladdin one with Will Smith they doing the Lion King Queen, one right and they have like a whole other like they have a a, a list of other ne- ones that are being live yeah so next year they're coming out with Mulan I mean and these wow. are gonna be live action movies you know and I'm like it's lit you know uh, I think what I'm understanding is that Disney bought Marvel Oh wow, that's big. So they're I mean, they're just on top of all of the the Marvel movies that they've been putting out. Um, you know, they're making these real live action. I'm really excited about Aladdin cuz to be honest, you know, that was one of my jams, you know. I'm still waiting on Goofy movie. Can we get a Goofy movie real live action or is that too much to ask? Who do you think should play? I mean, you mean like Goofy or Max? Because Max was his son. He was really the star. Okay. Who who do you think should play Max? Man, I don't know. I ain't thought it through. <laughs> Ta- Taj Mari. That's what you think? Okay, I'm with that. I can get with that. You know, T and Tamara's little brother that he played, uh, what was the show? Smart guy. Right. I wouldn't be mad at Jim Carrey playing Goofy, though. I would have said him first. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yes. He, Jim Carrey is one of the GOATs. GOATs. Point Blake Pierce. So this is Greatest what, of all time. You know what I'm saying? But I want to just thank thank uh thank Disney for reinventing my childhood. Kids, <laughs> this is to you. We appreciate you. I'm ready yes. for my jams to come out. And Applause. you know, let's put these kids back on Disney. Make Disney great again. I'm here for that. Okay. Hero of the week. Bought Disney. <laughs> All right. What um, you got? I got Deidre Phillips. She is a mom down in Houston, Texas. Um, and she was throwing a birthday party for her daughter. H-Town. I think her name is Naya, right? Uh, for her birthday, her daughter really wanted a car, really thought that she was getting a car. But instead, Miss Phillips gave her daughter, she gifted her daughter a beauty business for her 16th birthday hmm. she gifted her a beauty business um and so this is what she had to say about her gift i think this gift is a lot better <laughs> because i can actually you know i can provide for myself and i can get my own car yes ma'am she launched in january of 2019 so far she has a dozen shades of lip glosses uh, but she lit. plans to it's lit right she wants to expand she plans <laughs> to be as big as max sephora and kylie cosmetics and i just think that's lit like she's gonna learn so much more from running a business um and like she said she'll be able to buy her own one day so i just think that's a that is such a cool gift and such a um a long lasting i mean that's gonna last her for some time she's gonna learn Absolutely. so much more um so yeah hero of the week miss hey. phillips Way to, um, way to uh, instill a sense of ownership in yes. our children and investment. You know, whether teaching before teaching them how to spend money, let's teach let's teach them how to make money. You know, make what I'm saying? money, save money, time management, right on, money management, right on. I mean, which which we had to learn. You know, if we be honest, we had to learn that at an older age than we could have. Right. I did. Uh, I'm still learning. Right. 
I know nothing. Someone help me. Call me. Um, <laughs> also, I do I have an honorable mention for Hero of the Week. Can I do that? Absolutely. Y'all about to get him anyway. So it's Khalil Green. His name is Khalil Green, and he is Yale's Yale University's very first black student body president in 2019. Oh, it's lit. Right? What's his name? Khalil Green. Khalil Green. He's a junior. He'll be a junior this year. Um, and this is what he said. I wanted to amplify the voices of un- underserved communities on campus, especially students of color. So being the first black president, I feel like I'm in a position where I can really do that. Right. Oh, it's lit. Honorable I'm, mention. Hey, Here congratulations to that, man. Yes. I'm proud of us. Love it. All right. So look, um, unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> we um we gotta also give a shout out to the head asses of the week and um I think I honestly think this y'all favorite part of the show like <laughs> I want to know are y'all here for the heroes or y'all here for the head asses can we be honest are y'all here <laughs> for the heroes or are y'all really just here for the head asses I mean, I I don't know how I feel about it because some of them are funny sometimes. I feel like the one I have today is not really that funny, but I just feel like that we should address it. Okay. Well, who, who's your head ass? My head ass is somebody named Mr. Wren. He does have a first name, but I don't want to mispronounce it. His first name starts with a K. His last name is Wren. He is a 21-year-old YouTuber. Um, he's of Chinese descent, but he lives in Spain. Um, he has maybe over a million followers. And basically, to make a long story short, he decided for one of his YouTube videos that he was going to feed a homeless man Oreos. He scraped out the middle part, the little Oreo filling, and and put toothpaste in these Oreos to serve this homeless man. Right? So the man got sick, of course, and he decided to... uh, He he definitely got sick. Like, you're going to get sick from eating toothpaste. You're not supposed to eat that stuff. Like... Bro, what? He fed this man toothpaste. He did it as a prank, he, you know, on camera. And as a result of kind of mixed reviews from this, he decided to basically keep going back and filming this man as part of his channel. So the first time he did the Oreos, the second time he went back um, and he says in this video, people exaggerate over jokes on over jokes in the street played on beggars when surely if it's done to a normal person they wouldn't say anything um and then in his third video it says him and his friend went to visit the same homeless man for a third time where they planned to spend the night with him and record it and it happened to be intervened by a witness who called the police on them for harassing this man Right. So he made about twenty five hundred dollars in advertisements from these videos. Um, but he eventually he was charged with the crime against moral integrity. Hmm. He was sentenced to 15 months in prison, which he doesn't have to serve because he has no prior criminal record. Hmm. Um, but he, he got that has, charge, though. He got the charge. And then he also has to pay this man uh, about twenty thousand dollars for physical suffering and then the judge made him take down his YouTube channel and he's not allowed to create content on YouTube for five years good I'm glad (laughs) he deserved that absolutely like first of all you know first of all you know what I'm saying like 
you got people that's down on their luck. You got people that's not doing well. Like they don't know where their next meal is is coming from. And like some Oreos to them, it's like man, like I, I'm glad to have these. And then you, exactly. I mean, essentially you poisoned him. You know what I'm saying by by giving him toothpaste, something that was gonna make him sick. And like it's supposed to be a prank. Like you pull that kind of prank on your mama or your brother or your, you know what I'm saying, somebody that you know, your friend that's mm-hmm. not homeless. You don't mm-hmm. take advantage of somebody that is already marginalized and, and, and already suffering and already not doing well for themselves. Like, basically, you just took advantage of that man. So good. I'm glad you got to pay that man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and this is what he said for this last video when he posted it or when he posted it the first time about the Oreos. Maybe I've gone a bit far, but look at the positive side. This will help him clean his teeth. I think he hasn't cleaned them since he became poor. And wow, <laughs> I wish we had a I wish we had a segment under head ass of the week for people that really have more serious issues because there's nothing cool about this, right? There's nothing funny about this. Um, like you said, he doesn't. This man doesn't even know where his next meal is coming from, and you're doing it for likes, for you know, and you're making money. I just feel like you are definitely lacking like some morality chip to do that. Um, you could have taken the money that you made from, you know, the proceeds of these advertisements from these videos and given them to this man. If you really just deep down inside had such a good heart and you really didn't mean anything, you didn't want to harm this man. But I don't think you really cared about his well-being at all. Like, what if this man was allergic to something in the toothpaste and he died? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. there's a morality chip missing here. And I just I'm so irritated with younger people who do this stuff for, you know, likes and for fame. Like, and you really could have killed somebody out here. Like, you really should be lower than head ass of the week, but that's what we have on the show. So right. that's what you are this week, Mr. Ren, head ass of the week. Hey, listen, I, I ain't going to lie. I kind of want to fight, dude. <laughs> right. Is that wrong? I mean, I'm just saying, like, like you pick. I, I do not like when people pick on somebody that can't really stand up for themselves. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you take advantage of, anyways, I'm. Alright. Don't let me catch you in the streets. Boom. Is what I'm saying. So yeah, you you get the you I just get, had to get that off my chest. Right. Nah, we nah. He need to get that. He need to get that work. You know? So look, my you done? Yeah, that was it. Um my head I'm really confused about my head ass of the week. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know because okay, here's the thing. Let me, let me, I'm going to play this. I'm going to play this clip and you tell me, am I tripping? I'm going to just play the trip. This is, this is a video of Rihanna. She was at the uh, British Vogue and she was, you know, this was her Fenty collection pop up in Paris. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and she confused me. She confused a lot of people online and I'm going to just let you hear what she said. Okay. Maybe. Maybe I'm going to let you hear what she said. I like Rihanna. She was our hero for the week for one week for coming out with this luxury line, Fenty line, which is going to be like on trend on the same levels like Gucci, Celine. Right. All the big lines. So she had a pop-up shop for Fendi or for Fenty. For Fenty. Mm -hmm. Right. That's her. I, I know I'm probably saying it wrong. I can't get it. I can't get it. I'm I'm over here taking an L. What happened? 
This, I, I told y'all this was going to be raw and unadulterated, unadulterated. So what happened? What did she say? Okay, so she got on there. It's not going to be the same, but this is my question. She got on there and said, hey, my name is, or she said, hey, this is Rihanna. Blase, 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 blah, right? She called herself Rihanna. Not Rihanna, which we've been calling her this for since she came on 106 and Park with uh, that forehead and all of them colorful uh, clothes on. <laughs> I'm not. What? <laughs> What's your issue? Because I'm trying to figure out, am I the head ass for having called her Rihanna all of these years? Or is she the head ass for letting us call her Rihanna for all of these years? You know what I'm saying? Like, my thing is, like, what is your name? <laughs> <laughs> so she pronounced her name Rihanna right. instead of Rihanna, how we thought her name was pronounced. Right. So, like, I'm like, okay, is her name Rihanna? Is her name Rihanna? And my, like, here's the thing. My pet, one of my pet peeves is, like, when people don't like want to tell you their real name because they like oh you're not gonna pronounce it right you know what i mean like or you know like i'm like look what's your name like don't give me a abbreviation i really don't i don't like nicknames i feel like let me let me know what's your name you know and so like when somebody has a, you know especially if, if it's an ethnic name and they have a difficult name to pronounce like i you know because of who I am, I put in the eff extra effort to learn people's real name, how they pronounce people's real name. And I think that's what everybody should do, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that to a certain extent, I ain't trying to be funny, but Euro-America wants to, you know, they want us to assimilate to, you know, Euro-American type names, and they don't want to take the effort to learn other ethnicities pronunciations of their names so i'm like forget all that like we gonna know and you gonna say my name you know my name is really euro you know if we be honest but you you know what i'm saying if somebody has an ethnic name like make make them say your name right boo like don't let us call you rihanna if your name <laughs> is rihanna and if you don't care because you got millions and millions of dollars and whatever we call you as long as we can call you rich i get that too okay i well i don't want to interrupt but can i interject and just say no her okay i'm just <laughs> i've heard her say her name is rihanna several times before um and I feel like maybe should we take into consideration that she has an accent or it might be a dialect. I'm not sure if it's an accent or a dialect. Somebody let me know if I'm wrong about that. But she says she pronounces lots of words differently than we do with hmm. our, you know, American way of saying certain things. So could it just be that's how she says it where she's from? I mean, yeah, it could. And so but that's with, with Rihanna being an also acceptable pronunciation. How do you pronounce your name? Because I'm gonna pronounce your name how you pronounce your name. Am I tripping on that? I mean, I can see the confusion, but why she got to be head ass of the week before how she say her own name? Like, but how do live. how do I how do she say her own name? Rich Queen Ree. 
Oh, I see. I okay. I will call her that then from now on because I didn't know. I did not know. Queen Ree is in the building and unfortunately head ass of the week for big facts. This listen, and I'm saying like maybe I'm a head ass. Maybe all of us who've been calling her Rihanna are head asses of the week. I don't know. (laughs) Y'all tell me. No cooth underscore podcast at IG. Who's the head ass? Is it Rihanna? Is it Rihanna? Or is it all of us? Who is it? <laughs> no cool podcast. That's hilarious. Okay. Well, that, that was our segment for Hero of the Week and Head Ass of the Week. Um, like Big Facts said, if you have suggestions, you have a comment, if you want to respond to what we've already said, hit us up. Um, but we got a more thing. Let me say one more thing. I want to say one more thing. <laughs> <laughs> Before we move on, honorable mention to the Democratic National uh, Convention Committee for um, uh, implementing a rule, right, for the 2020 election that um, in all of the debates that they will have, there will be required to be a woman uh, as one of the moderators of the debates, right? So their whole uh, campaign is to promote inclusivity and diversity, so they're wanting to put more people of color and more women. And so we're starting by this next election next year that there will be a woman as being a moderator uh, for all of the debates for the Democratic National Committee. And so cheers to y'all. I think we need to, we all know we need to have more women. I think we all know that we need to have more people of color uh, in our our political scene so that we can balance the power struggles that, you know, basically have, you know, continue to plague our people, people of color and um, women. So uh, kudos to DNC. Okay. So that's your honorable mention for hero of the week. Yeah. 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 I like it. I like it a lot. What you want to talk about? Listen, I'm a, Listen, you. I want you to. I want you to ask the question. <laughs> you want me to ask? The I want question. you to ask the question. <laughs> <laughs> I want you okay. to ask the question. Okay, he did tell me what topic he wanted to talk about this time. Sometimes we don't share that ahead of time, but this time he did tell me that he wants to know: Do women apologize? Do women apologize? <laughs> He's so dramatic. <laughs> I cannot. Do women apologize? It's topic number one. And you want to talk about this for why? Because I do not believe <laughs> that women apologize. Like, really, really, really apologize to each other, right? To each other, to dudes, to anybody, right? Like, <laughs> period. I no, no, for real though. So I was on my IG, my personal IG, and I put on a poll. I asked this very same question. I said, Do women apologize? And mm-hmm. I was getting nah from women. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. I was getting nope. <laughs> I was getting hell no. Nah. I was getting for what? <laughs> That's funny. Okay. So my question is. Do women apologize? Because to be honest, y'all do not be apologizing. Y'all don't be apologizing. That is why you could see dudes who get into fights. We can, like, you know, we could 
offend each other, fight each other, like talk bad to each other. And guess what? In in a little while, we're gonna be like, my bad, dog. You know, I was <laughs> I was wrong for what I did. Like I shouldn't have said that, dog. I shouldn't have did that, dog. You still my homie for life. Like it is what it is, bro. Like we apologize to each other because that's what we do. But let a <laughs> let a woman <laughs> get into it, really, really get into it with another woman. She will never, ever, ever, ever in her life speak to that woman again. <laughs> <laughs> Period. Um. Okay. I mean, yes. Okay. To answer the question, yes, women do apologize. Hmm. Bitch, what? Um. <laughs> 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 women do apologize. Um. I think. Um, women apologize to number one people who they want to save relationships with. Mm. Okay. Um, and I think that I well, if you're talking about between men and women, I think that men and women apologize differently. Um, and I think that men and women don't see the same things like as an offense that needs to be apologized for. Okay, that makes sense. Give me an example of that because help me with that. Right. Okay. So let's say for like um, social media, right? Like you might, a woman might see somebody and a guy say, oh, you look nice. Oh, you look whatever. Oh, hey, friend, I see you. You doing it on to a man's post, you know, just to be friendly or whatever. But then a, a dude that she's dating might not say anything about it. Right. But then a guy will get onto social media and to a woman's page and instead of like putting like oh, okay you look nice friend he's putting like the heart eyes and the googly eyes or whatever like the dude might let it go and say okay well she didn't mean nothing by it or you know whatever else but then a girl will say well why are you flirting hmm. why are you you know whatever whatever and <laughs> you know what I'm saying so the offenses which could be similar are kind of seen differently by the sexes right Hmm. I think that's um, a that's a whole another topic though. I feel what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like there's already a dis- the difference there between the sexes. But then I would say women and we're still talking about between men and women like apologize differently, okay, right? Help like, me with that. Okay, how can I say this? Like like men to women, like women probably want to hear the verbalization of I'm sorry. This is why I'm not gonna do that again. Something to that effect. You're saying this Versus, is what women want. You saying this is what women want to hear? Yeah, maybe it's there's more of an expectation for men to do that because you know on the side of the women, we already doing everything for y'all, right? Cooking, cleaning, doing all of this stuff, and mm. you know, so we might just show up in a little outfit like. You still mad instead of being like, I'm sorry, because eventually y'all gonna have to talk to us anyway. Right? Okay, maybe. Yeah. Maybe we just apologize differently, but we still sorry, but we do it in our actions instead of the words. So about that. you telling me y'all sorry. Um, we uh, are y'all um, sorry. <laughs> 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 well, you got me there. <laughs> Y'all are we not sorry. sorry. <laughs> I ain't sorry. Cue to Beyonce. No, y'all I are not sorry. sorry. Nigga, no. <laughs> <laughs> Let me say Q. something. 
Let me tell you what women do. Just what you just said. She'll have a whole attitude the day before, talk bad to you the day before, <laughs> and then once she eat, and once she in a better mood, she on some like, hey boo, how was your day? Like she didn't just have an attitude the day before. Like, wait a minute, you just talk bad about me, and now you like, hey, you want to go get something to eat? And I'm like, excuse me, ma'am. Like, if it was on the other, if it was on the other end of the spectrum, I'm just saying, like, if we didn't apologize or say, babe, I'm sorry, like, you right, I'm wrong, like, y'all would literally give us the cold shoulder for the rest of our entire life. And <laughs> that's just, I'm like, but y'all will not apologize. Like, apologize for what? Like, y'all do not, y'all do not apologize. Y'all would not say, babe, I need to apologize to you. I'm sorry for seeing what I said. I was out of line. Y'all just be like, come get up under us on the couch and what you watching? Like, wait a minute. <laughs> well, let me ask this. Do do men really need all that? Like, I feel like men don't really like to sit down and talk through and like process and unpack all this stuff and go through every little detail of why and which part you're sorry about. Like, it seems like when you try to sit down and talk to a man about that anyway, he ain't really trying to hear all that. He's like, all right, man, all right, all right, all right. Just, yeah, go cook me up some chicken. Like, men do not see, y'all under, see, that's the problem. Y'all underestimate us. Mm-hmm. Y'all out here thinking that we are not as intellectual and emotionally intelligent as some of us are. I'm not saying we all are, but... What I'm saying that is the dudes that y'all want, the dudes that y'all be seeing on the Tyler Perry movies that y'all be like, oh, I wish somebody would do that for me. <laughs> oh, those, <please>. those dudes, <laughs> those dudes would like an apology for your stank ass attitude from yesterday is all I'm saying. And then after well, you apologize, we Gucci. Can I disagree with that? You said that we don't think that you're as intelligent and as emotional but i, I think emotionally intelligent emotionally intelligent but right? i would like to disagree with that <clears throat> that um presentation that representation of it i think that we maybe we don't think that you guys are as vocal like you're not as hmm. verbal about all of the above so not that you're not emotionally intelligent but you're not always verbal about your emotions is okay. how i would like to present the argument let me ask you a question okay how would you handle or how would you like for a man your man to be like more emotionally like involved intelligent or vocal like how what would that be like for you like would you prefer for him to be like not as vocal or would you prefer for him to be vocal i would prefer for you i I think it'll make things easier (laughs) to get along if a man could be vocal and verbal about it like i would definitely appreciate it and on the other hand to the the other hand of it what i do not appreciate is for men to know what happened right like you know what's going on you actually literally know because i told you not because you had to wonder you know what i'm upset about like you know something that you did something that like offend like i didn't appreciate right because i verbalized it to you and then you like pretend like Oh, it's not a big deal. Oh, it's not because men will pretend till the end, honey, right? 
<laughs> Men gonna pretend till the end, like, well, oh, I ain't really know. Not like, you knew. Stop doing <laughs> like. I think men don't like the verbal part of it, and I can appreciate that about a man as long as it's, you know, I, I can appreciate that. Yeah. I'm gonna say this. I, I feel what you're saying. I'm not apologizing for something that I didn't think I did was wrong. Mm-hmm. If you can convince me how I how what I did was wrong, and I'm open for that uh, persuasion. If you can convince me how what I did was not in the right, right? Not just because it made you feel some kind of way. I'm not apologizing because you felt the way, but if you can apologize, if, if you can convince me or show me how what I did was wrong, and that's the result was your feelings, right? Then I apologize. But guess what? Sometimes you got to get that un- unadulterated, no cool, straight up and down, tell you how it is. And you're not really mad at me. You're really more so mad at uh, the truth that I just gave you, right? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I ain't apologizing for something that I'm not, I didn't do wrong. We'll be mad. We'll be mad at each other. I, I would hope to be more com- conversational and relational about times that we get into it but let me tell you what y'all gonna do y'all gonna hit us up and be like uh you wanna go get something to eat after y'all cuss us out the next day and i'm gonna be looking at y'all crazy <laughs> like what <laughs> really i mean i would definitely say i'll say men and women have different apology styles because i feel like even when the men like i say you know you in the wrong you'll pretend that you're not in the wrong or it's like even if just to smooth things over, like you said, you'll be like, "No, nah, I'm not doing it." Like dudes will do, even when you know you're in the wrong. Dudes will just skip over the whole thing and be like, "Well, I'm just not gonna get it to her." Like we have different apology styles. I think um, women do apologize. We just apologize in different ways, and I think men avoid it pretty much just as much because y'all walk in, you hungry, you be like, "Yeah, man, like give me a number two. That's all y'all want anyway is some food. Well, get it right. This is, ladies, I'm going to do this for y'all real quick. This is this is how we really feel. All right, can, Lex, can we, can we pull this? I want to pull this. What's the question? Do women apologize? Do women apologize? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Do women apologize? Do y'all now, women? Do y'all be apologize or not? Y'all apologize or not? You know what else? I would really love to hear. I really wish somebody would call us on the show. I would love to hear somebody, um, somebody's voice on this. You actually could send us voice messages if you go through Anchor. Um, but you can also, of course, like we said before, hit us up on Instagram, no cooth underscore podcast. Um, and no cooth, the Instagram is where we're gonna drop the poll. Um, so if you wanna participate, please let us know hey, what you think about this one. We'll put y'all on the show. I definitely want to hear what y'all got to say. <laughs> or you can, of course, email us no cooth podcast altogether. C O U T H no cooth podcast at Yahoo. Dot com. Um, we got another topic for today. This this second topic is something that came up 
just in conversation with us earlier this week, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we were we have a difference of opinions on prenups. Right. Prenuptial agreements, that's of course when you know you have an agreement that says how you're gonna split your assets up on your divorce. Prenuptial before you get married. Mm-hmm. Um I'm okay with prenups, but why is that? Um well I feel like prenups like on the most basic level, I look at them like contracts. Um, it's just a contract. Um, and we enter into contracts every single day. Like every time you swipe your debit card or your credit card, like you have signed a contract about how you're going to pay for whatever it is that you're paying for. Cause you don't have cash. You know, we enter into contracts with jobs. We enter into contracts with, you know, we buy houses and, you know, again, making any kind of purchase. Um, I just feel like this is another contract. So if we're willing to make contracts with all these people that we don't know, like why is it offensive that you're making a contract with somebody that you are like changing your whole life for? You know what I'm saying? How do you feel about it? Nope. I don't know what you're saying. How do you feel? <laughs> I feel like, first of all, my my sense is that there is an overwhelming amount of people who are looking at marriage as a contract, right? Mm-hmm. And the sanctity and the, I guess, you know, the holiness of a marriage covenant is lost on a lot of people, right? That's mm-hmm. one thing. But I think another thing for me is that you know, it makes me feel kind of uncomfortable. I'm just putting myself in the shoes, right? It makes me feel kind of uncomfortable about figuring out what we're going to do after we're married <laughs> as we are going into our marriage. For me, like, I'm, it's, it feels like I'm planning, I'm planning for, like, after my marriage, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like I'm planning for what happens if we get divorced and it's like for me I'm I'm wanting to I guess for me I'm wanting to enter into my marriage with that not even being on the table that's just me you know and I know everybody's different and I know maybe I'm an idealist you know maybe I'm you know have a lot of conservative roots that kind of inform how I think about this but like I, don't, I ain't really with the whole prenup because basically it says, okay, we ain't gonna if we don't be together, this is what we're gonna do. But I'm like, hold on, why are we why are we talking about not being together? Why are we not talking more about like what we can do to stay together? I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm, no, I do. I can get that point of it too. Um, to the sanctity of marriage, like I would say, I'm pretty conservative when it comes to that too. Um, I've heard people say like, well, marriage is just a piece of paper. Well, I. I feel like marriage is way more than a piece of paper. Like I, I wouldn't reduce marriage itself to a contract. Um, you know, I think it is holy and I think there's, you know, it's a, it's a covenant and you do it, you know, and you honor God and you are including your family and your friends. And I think that marriage is not just a contract. Like it's more than that. Mm -hmm. Um, but I feel like at the same time, the prenup is just a contract. Like I think it's something that doesn't really have any bearing on your actual marriage. Do you know what I'm saying? You literally, you never see the prenup again. You never have to bother with, you know, 
if you stay married and don't get divorced, you never have to see the prenup again. You never have to worry about what's in it. You never have to worry about the contents. It doesn't change the daily grind. It doesn't change the daily operation of anything in your marriage. You know what I'm saying? Um, and as far as planning to fail, I, I would kind of, my response to that is I feel like it's more of like an insurance kind of contract right so like you got to have insurance you got to have car insurance to get in your car and drive it doesn't mean that you're planning on getting into a car accident right i mean i hear that it doesn't mean you're planning to get into a car accident nobody wants to get into a car accident nobody wants to get divorced right but this is like an insurance for something that happens I mean, because it does happen. Like but, we, like you mentioned, the divorce rates are through the roof. Right, but what does it insure? Like, it really doesn't insure anything. The worst that can happen is the divorce, right? So, I mean, well, what's, what what does it insure after the divorce? That you get this and I get that? Yeah, pretty much. But, <laughs> it ensures that your communication about who gets what is already like the ball is already rolling because you really could i mean you could go to court and get the prenup thrown out you can get it altered right you can have a post up so after you get married you can like you know have an agreement after the fact but i think i think it kind of gives you a way to talk about these kind of things when you still like each other right because when you get divorced now granted i've never been married i've never been divorced but i feel like divorces can get really ugly and sometimes people say like well i never knew this person was like this i never seen this side of this person but now when you're arguing about money um people can get really ugly about those kind of things so why not try to you know assist the conversation if it were to ever happen Hmm. i mean i hear that i guess for me it just feels real I don't know man it feels real contractual it feels real impersonal I feel like it has this for me this this idea of it really kind of hinders a sense of intimacy in that you know there's always this backup plan right there's always this you know how how secure can you be in a marriage when you have a actual backup plan (laughs) for you know if things don't go i mean and i get it you know people have millions of dollars and they get into these relationships and marriages and they want to make sure that you know they are not taken advantage of because somebody with 500 million dollars I mean, guess what? It's somebody out there that will marry you and divorce you just to have half of your stuff. Like, I get that. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. But, um, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I didn't mean to cut you off. Well, but I'm saying, like, for these people who, you know, for these women or men who marry these billionaires, millionaires, my thing is, like, why shouldn't they have half of what you know what they're oh okay you know because like you think about like um like you say like a tiger woods you know he you know kobe Bryant almost got divorced he almost went you know but i'm just saying like there's a lot of sacrifices that these women have to make in order for their husbands to be able to 
you know, do the things that were as required in order for them to develop and obtain all of that wealth in that in that position. So I'm like, while he's at these business meetings out of the country for three months out of the year, right? His wife is at home taking care of home, doing whatever. Why, you know, and he wouldn't have been able to do all of that without her being by his side and helping through, helping him through that, you know? So it's like, when y'all get a divorce, all the things that y'all have accumulated, why shouldn't it be split halfway? Just because, I mean, who knows what she could have been doing with that time? Has she not been pushing him or being his wife? You know, who knows what she could have accomplished or what she could have accumulated, you know? Mm -hmm. But she chose to be his wife to take this life journey with him. And I'm like, okay, if y'all gonna take a life journey and y'all gonna decide to no longer take this life journey, like, why shouldn't it be a situation where, you know, you split everything half and half? That's, that's, that's how I see it. I don't know. Okay. I feel like there could be a difference, right? Like, let's say this is somebody who's been building with you the whole time, been building with you before y'all got married. Now that you got married, you've been able to build even more, like helped you build your thing. I feel like that's different than somebody who's getting married to somebody who already has money, right? And let's say you only get married for three months, or let's say you're married for less than six months, less than a year. Do you think that somebody who's been married, who hasn't helped to really build any of this, right? You get married and you really have come up. Like you've had this whole glow up. Like basically you haven't had to do any work. Y'all don't have any kids together. You know, you have housemaids and housekeepers to help, you know, um, keep the house up. And, you know, you have a stylist now and you're living basically in a life of luxury. Um, but you can't get along with your new husband. So you guys decide to get divorced. Does that woman hypothetically you know deserve to have half of the money uh, I'm a I, I feel like I'm gonna say no okay so do you think there's like a time like could the could the prenup include like if we're married for this amount of time you would get this amount if we're married for I know a millionaire actually who told me that he got married and he decided to, he required a prenup um, and it was based on time. So if we're married for six months, you'll get this many thousands. If we're married for a year, you'll get this many, you know, because he didn't want anybody to take half of what he's worked for because he's, you know, older in his age. Um, would that be something that you would kind of be more comfortable with? Say that one more time. You know, it's basically like, you still have to sign a prenup saying like how the money is going to be divided, but the, how much money you would receive as the person signing the prenup as somebody with not as much money. When you sign the prenup, it says that you get a certain amount of money for a certain amount of time. So the right. longer that you're together, the more money that you get. Right. And that will kind of protect that. Like you wouldn't be married for three months and then get half of the money. It's like, if we're married for three months, you get $10,000. If we're married for six months, you get 20000 If we're married for a year, you get 50000 You know what I'm saying? Right. Does that kind of change your opinion? Um, Maybe. It, if it's still, I get what it, I mean, I get, I don't know. It, it's difficult. I, I, I know we don't live in a perfect world. And I know that people take advantage of people all the time. I'm thinking about Janet Jackson, right? She got married to this billionaire. And <laughs> you heard about right. 
Yeah. Right? And she had to uh-huh. be married to him for like, I don't know what was it, like five, five years. Five years. She had to she had to be married to him for five years. And like after five years, what she got like a billion dollars? Well, I, I'm not sure how much it was, but a lot, a lot, a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, yeah. Janet, come on now, boo. Like, <laughs> well, she ended up being married to him for like five months, five years, years and months. Five, right? Like right after her time, she's like, "Yep, I'm done. Let me get that bill, fam." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but how much worse would it have been though if they didn't have a prenup and she ended up having to pay him money, or he had to pay her more than that? Because right. if he had that much to give, like imagine Sheesh. if she had wiped him for. 10 times that amount. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, I hear it. I mean, I get it. You know. Well, let me ask you this. What up? If you were to get married, well, let me also make this point, and then I'm going to ask you a question. You don't have to have money to get a prenup. Right. You don't have to have money to get a prenup, and Jessica Simpson, she was a singer, you know, back in the 2000s with Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake and Sink and all of them, right? And she got married to Nick Lachey, who was a singer in 98 Degrees. And so, if I read the story right, it's like her dad encouraged her. What? Do you know any 98 Degrees songs? Um, If I hear them. Okay. Maybe like two. Continue out. I, I wasn't really into... Boy band, ninety eight degrees, or Backstreet Boys, or In Sync, or like you know, In Sync had singles. that one song that you know we 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 appreciated Justin. What song? Gone, gone, you're gone. That was gone. a good one. <laughs> Remember that? Bye bye bye. <laughs> don't don't uh, run. Do not don't do mm, um, you okay, you're doing a lot. I wasn't mm. okay. I, anyway, one of my one of my family members was super into the backstreet boys. I just couldn't really it wasn't I I don't know. I just never really appealed to me or any of my friends at the at that time. And the backstreet boys are actually going back on tour. Wow. Or are they having like a residency or something? You know, the '90s and the 2000s, all that is coming back. So, anyway, in case you care, I, um, I don't, so I'm sorry, I interrupted <laughs> you. Huh? I interrupted you. You were telling us about Jessica Simpson and Nick Lachey. Right. So she's married to Nick Lachey, who at the time was a bigger star than she was, and her father advised her not to get a prenup because if they ever got divorced that she would get paid. But then over the course of time and over the course of, you know, they ended up doing a reality show together that was on MTV. That was a huge, big hit. Like we all watched them and the chicken of the sea jokes and like, you know, watched her with her blind moments and they were fun and funny and lovable and all this stuff. They ended up getting a divorce. And when they divorced, she had more money because she was bigger from touring and she had started doing, you know, the movies. She had to pay this man alimony. Right. You don't have to have money to cause, because things you don't have to have money when you get a prenup because things can change over time. But my question to you is if a woman presents you with a prenup after you propose to marry her, is that a deal breaker for you? I won't say it's a deal breaker. Uh, I definitely am going to be kind of wondering her motives. You know, what is, where's her heart at behind this? I mean, and of course, you know, she could, you know, lead me astray, but I, I, you know, 
I want to know. I I won't say it's a deal breaker, but I want to know where her heart is with that. You know, because for me, you know, I like to have this this idea that what's mine is yours, and what's yours is mine, and ain't no backup plan. Like this is what it's gonna be. But you know, like I said, I'm an idealist. I understand that. You know, I I like to think about how things should be and not always how things really are in the world. So I won't say it's a deal breaker. I won't say it's a deal breaker, but we it will be a it would definitely be a long conversation. Right. It's not a deal breaker for me because I feel like this. When we're married, what's mine is yours and what's yours is mine. But what's yours is, is, you know, what I'm trying to say. But when we get divorced, what's mine ain't yours no more, bruh. Yes, it is. <laughs> Still going to be mine. <laughs> That's not. Okay. Well, <laughs> if y'all have something, you know, we love to hear what y'all have to say, of course. Y'all know where to hit us up. No cool podcast at yahoo.com. Um, do we have letters? Oh, we do have a letter, actually. Okay. What's, what's the letters talking about? Because y'all be on these letters. I'm going to tell y'all something. Can y'all write a letter? Like, y'all be like, <laughs> y'all be writing two, two, one sentence, half a fragmented sentence with bad grammar. And it'd be funny, but like, can y'all write a letter? Like, I'm, I want to know, can y'all actually write a letter? Do y'all know how to write <laughs> a letter? Because we were taught, supposedly, so supposed to be taught how to write a letter. Do you know how to write a letter? Dear such and such, comma, <laughs> space. <laughs> Am I tripping? Well, yeah, you tripping. It's, it's, it's not that formal. It doesn't have to be that formal. But it's been You're- hella informal. Your question has to be clear. Um, we also got a, a feedback on our IG for a question. So should we do the, the question first or should we do the letter first? Let's do the letter. Okay. Um, this one actually was very nicely well written. She wants to be anonymous, but it says, hey, big facts and legs. I've been dating this guy for about three months. He is more than what I could have even asked for. Although he is not the most handsome guy, he dresses well, makes good money, is ambitious, funny, considerate, and intelligent. I mean... You're winning, sis, but let's keep going. However, he's not very expressive. <laughs> he's not very expressive. Here we are again. He's not very expressive, and he's not as sweet as what I'm used to. I've complained several times about his lack of emotion and expressing himself, and I'm not sure it has improved as it's just how he is. He tries to apologize about it, and he calls and texts me nonstop, but I'm not sure if he does it because he wants to. Or just to shut me up, LOL. We both express that we don't want anyone else and we spend our free days, usually weekends together. But I'm not sure if I want to commit to someone who is so logical instead of expressive. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. Do I ignore his lack of emotional expression and continue on since he has nearly everything else I'd hoped for, everything else I'd hoped I'd find, or is there better out there? Um... You, what you 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 got this or you want? I would love to hear what what you think. Um, so one thing that I think about when I hear this is that I wonder about how he is expressing his love for you versus how you are receiving his love for you, right? Um. Some people are just not as emotionally expressive or affectionate, right? 
Mm-hmm. And we think that they don't have um, emotions, but it's not that they don't have emotions or that they don't love. I think it's just the way that they express it is so different than what we're used to. Um, or or how we hear love, right? So, you know, I'm thinking about this book by Gary Chapman, The Five Love Languages, right? Yes, okay. And, you know, you have in this in this book, he, he says, you know, there's he I mean, of course, this is not an exhaustive, you know, list of how to hear or express love. But he, you know, he has these five love languages. Words of affirmation is one. Quality time is another. Receiving mm-hmm. gifts is another. Acts of service is another. And physical touch is another. Right. right. And so mm-hmm. he says, based on, you know, psychology, like all of us um, hear and experience and express love in different ways. So I wonder if maybe it'd be worth checking out that book, right? It may be worth like doing a little test and seeing if maybe there's a way that y'all can um, hear each other's love in different ways than what you're conditioned to or what you're used to, right? Because maybe he's telling you he's loved you in a whole bunch of ways that that's just not the way you usually express love, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Um, Another thing is like, you know, you got a good man. It sounds like, I mean, why are you still out here trying to figure out what else is better out there? Like I said this last time, like people think that, you know, you're going to have this fairy tale, like Prince Charming dude that's just going to sweep you off your feet and he's going to be 100% everything that you ever wanted. And I mean, that that's possible. But, he, you know, he got, you know, he got a good job. It sounds like he treats you good. You know, he's intelligent. He's funny, you know. You know, you know, I don't know. Like, is the grass always greener on the other side? Because, you know, y'all are not seeing each other as, you know, the same on the same level of emotionality or I would say emotional expression. I don't know. What you think? Um, I took away a few things from this. First of all, the letter said it's only been a few months, right? She's only been dating him. Maybe she's known him for longer, but she's only been dating him for a few months. Um, I think you got to give it time. Like maybe he hasn't, he doesn't express his feelings for you, uh, because he hasn't really developed any feelings yet. Like maybe you just need to give him a little bit more time. Um, I think that you could be willing to work with him to a certain extent. Like you said, I think the love languages recommendation was awesome. You know, maybe he's expressing... Yeah, that was an awesome recommendation. Maybe he's expressing love the way that he knows how. And he he needs to know what your love language is. You need to know what your love language is, you know? Right. That will help you be able to communicate it to somebody else. So instead of complaining about it, say, hey, this is how I feel most loved, right? Um, I also think that, you know, you can only work with somebody to a certain point. Like, I think that you shouldn't be expecting to change him or acting like, that he's somebody that he's not because at the end of the day that's just going to create some negative feelings in both of you um and i also i think that if you at the end of the day if you are not sure whether or not you should be committing to somebody then you shouldn't right there you go 
if you're not sure, if you have feelings about, I don't know whether or not I want to commit, um, I would be interested to ask this person, this, this young lady, how old she is um, and how many men she's dated, because this doesn't sound like anything out of the ordinary to me. We just got done talking about men and expressing their feelings and their verbalization, but I digress. Hmm. Um, uh, so I think, yeah, like give it a little time, be willing to work with him on you know the communication but don't try to change him if you're not sure whether you could should commit don't do it um and most importantly like decide what your deal breakers are and what your love languages and learn more about what it is that you're going to require of anybody because you know if that's a deal breaker for you because that's kind of a deal breaker for me then there's there's your, there's your answer you know but you will have to tell us more than we'll be able to tell you well there you have it. There you go. Um, we got some feedback on Instagram from one of our awesome followers. Um, she asked to shave or not to shave, and then she put a peach emoji and an eggplant <laughs> emoji. <laughs> <laughs> she wanted Ooh. us to talk about that on the show. To shave or not to shave? What you think? I think yes. You 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 for for to shave? Yes. Why you say that? Um, you got a manscape, man. Or wait, is this a question for me? Or like, do I answer the peach one or the, the eggplant one? I didn't even think we was really talking about the the eggplant at all. You seem to think <laughs> that we talking about the eggplant. Like, help me understand what's going on. Oh, please, I don't care what you got going down down there. You got a landscape and you got a manscape. Mm. Boom. Yeah. So. Period. So you so you landscaping. Are you shaving? First of all, who's not let? Are you? Are people going through life without paying any attention? Like, hey, do people do this? It's people out here not caring about their life like that, bruh. And I'm not joking. And this, listen, this shit gotta stop. It has to stop. <laughs> That's concerning. That's concerning. Wow. Okay. Listen, you know, I'm not the person to try to tell people what to do with their life, with their bodies, <laughs> necessarily. Trust me. But We like, just did. We just gave love advice. I, I know, but I'm just like, listen, boo. We grown, grown. Like, let's take care of that thing. Like, be considerate. Like, I, I'll be honest with you. Like, I have literally been like, mm, it's gonna be a no for me. <laughs> wow, that's embarrassing. That would be embarrassing. It's tough out here in these streets. That would be embarrassing. Do you just like get up and be like, "All right, well, sorry," and like walk off? Like, how do you respond very, when somebody tells you? I mean, that? yeah. I, I mean, you know, it's very awkward. It's a very, you know, <laughs> we, you know, it's not an enjoyable experience at all. Wow, Listen, I imagine. I just, Wow. I just, I mean, I'm just like for me, you know, when I was in college, you know, you really, you know, you was just happy to be there. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? You just glad to be invited like, to the party, to right. the party, to be participating in what's going on. She got a bush. You don't care, whatever, whatever. But when, as I became a man, I put away childish things, Lex. <laughs> And my how I feel is that listen, we grown like 
take care of that thing for me. I, I can't go back to the bush after I have had the the manicured lawn, right? <laughs> I can't go back. Okay. <laughs> but is that I mean do do I mean I men need to handle that too. Yes or no? Mm, I mean, I'm I don't so I'm not the right person to talk to about that, right? Because I've never been a real hairy dude. My, you know, I like my hair. You know, is really already is. You know, I don't listen. If you see my goatee, I'd never cut this goatee, but this is as long as it's gonna get. It's not. It's not gonna get anymore. Like. yeah but i need you to think outside of your good hair and your goatee like do men need to handle that do you think that's reasonable for women to expect men to also handle that but i think so this is what i'm thinking if it's out of control maybe yes but if it if it's minimal i don't think it's as big of an issue for a man. That's my personal opinion. Somebody can tell me I'm wrong. You're wrong. That's fine. So how do you feel about it? Because you're out here obviously with opinions and shit. So tell me what you think. Yeah, you gotta handle that. You gotta handle. What does that you gotta, mean? You gotta get it under control. You said what for does it mean? You need to groom yourself. What is a groom? You need to trim, <laughs> skim, trim and skim. You gotta comb it. Comb if you <laughs> that much come on now, <laughs> you're out of line. <laughs> you, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, hey man, you gotta handle that. You gotta, it needs some attention down there. You gotta wash. I mean, wash is like a given as far as I'm concerned, but like, well, comb, yeah. come on now. I mean, maybe some people are here dating outside of our race. Okay, right. Maybe, maybe the hair like it's different types of hair out here. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. That's true. You gotta, you gotta. I feel like hair is hair, right? On any part of your body, even on your eyebrows, you gotta brush your eyebrows, right? And 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 eyebrows ain't nothing but a tiny little, tiny little bitty strip of hair. But you gotta brush your eyebrows. It's a part of grooming. So do you You want? So let me ask you a question. Would you prefer your man to be to use Nair and to be completely bald down there? No. You don't? No. So you want him to have some hair? Yeah, hair's fine, but you gotta you have to groom your hair that you have everywhere when you have it. If okay. it is, you know what I'm saying? Wherever it is on your body, you you have to groom your hair. Period. So I think that the answer to this lovely listener's question has been mm-hmm. given to her uh, to shave or not to shave, definitely to shave. Yes. Definitely. Like, definitely. <laughs> it's 2019. Like, we shaving. We, we making sure stuff is tight. Like, it ain't cute. I said what I said. <laughs> I mean, okay. So, I mean, even on other, I feel like men definitely don't care about shaving and, like, like men really think it's cool to like have a lot of armpit hair. I mean, same goes for that. You gotta handle that. Listen, I just I think it all depends on what kind of what level of hair you got. Yeah, that makes. I mean, I'll be honest. For me, I don't want. I don't want. I want. I don't want no hair. On a woman, I would, I would prefer. 
not to have any. I would prefer for it to be the slip and slide. Okay, well, <laughs> ladies, write that down. <laughs> Put it in your back pocket because that's you just how. You. Okay, I said what I said. <laughs> okay, um, I think that was all the questions we have. All the listener letters that we have, we did our heroes head ass. We did topic one, which was doing the pop. We did topic uh. two, which was prenups. Um, yeah, we did our IG question. We did our listener letter. Big facts. What else you want to say? I got a question for you. One question for you. Okay. You vibing with a dude. Hypothetically, y'all go back to the crib. He he pulled down his pants. <laughs> and he got a whole edge up with designs. <laughs> What's your next move? Uh, We gonna pray. <laughs> Pray. Thank you guys for tuning in. <laughs> Head ass. <laughs> for episode four. As always, y'all know how to reach us. Hit us up on Instagram, nocoot underscore podcast, or via email, nocootpodcast at yahoo.com. Big facts. I hope you get them designs. <laughs> and we out. Deuces. <laughs> <laughs>